Hey there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. When it comes to being a working mum, I'm always fascinated in how other women manage it. My favourite place to get tips is often in the playground, so I'll be talking to other parents and they'll tell me how they manage things like homework or drop-offs. Sometimes they are so obvious, their ideas, but I just haven't seen them. And it really is amazing what we can learn from each other. Danielle Ross-Walls and Louise Korecha have just put together a book full of stories of working mums. They're short chapters that conclude with a tip from each woman on how they manage the juggle. Danielle and Louise are in the studio now. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks, Siobhan. So what made you want to create this book? I think we'd probably almost both give the same answer. Would you agree, Louise? Yes. (laughs) That it's because it was the book that we felt that we needed. We didn't really want a... How-to. How-to book, as valuable as they are, and we've both used that kind of thing. Um, But we wanted a book about um, stories of women that have perhaps overcome difficulties and how they'd how they dealt with them. So yeah. yeah, and the thing is, the women in your book, and I've said this to my colleague Lucy, who's also read the book, I said, you know, there are so many different types of women in this book. I mean, how did you choose who to include? And then how did you get them all? Because you've got everything from um, musicians like Missy Higgins to people who used to work in corporate and have moved through to other things. I mean, that doesn't give a really good sense of the gamut that you've got there. But how did you choose the women? Um, would you like to answer that, Danielle? Um, okay. <laughs> because, well, look, I think it reflects. Yep. It's, it's part of us using um, the skills that we had from our professional backgrounds um, to do that. And through some of our contacts. Yeah, some of the contacts. Some of the girls were amazing speakers at my expo in 2015. We've actually got our best friends in there. We heard people, um, for example, with Miggy, Missy Higgins, we heard her on the radio talking about how much her life had changed after having her son and how she felt that her passion towards activism for the environment was even strengthened, um, knowing that she had someone who was going to be um, be around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we made contact. When we we saw stories that just touched us and felt we felt were amazing, we found a way somehow to make contact. But in saying that, we also did approach many, many other people and we tried to cover a variety of careers as well as different situations. But obviously it's not something where you can cover every situation a parent it feels might like you have. And <laughs> also not everyone wants to share that so Mm. it's also who wanted to share that and who felt like they wanted to Mm. be a part of it for for their own reasons and yeah Yeah. essentially we've also decided that we we didn't decide but we've realized absolutely everyone 
has an amazing story. And a lot of, we just talked about this in the car, that a lot of the women are like, why me? Why did you want my story? What's special about my story? But everyone's story is incredible. Mm. And it's um, to us, it's just been quite empowering to just sort of discover that and be able to share that. One of the things you you mentioned just a moment ago was that you didn't want necessarily a how-to book. Mm. And I admit when I first got this, and I'm just going to read the title for, for everyone, the book is mm-hmm. called Working Mums, Stories by Real Women on How They Manage Children, Work and Life. I did think it was going to be a how-to book, and it it isn't. For me, it reads like a um, not just the how to manage the juggle, right? That that part seems almost in the background. It seems like yes. you start with this question of why we bother, like yeah. why have a family and work. Sometimes we don't have a choice, but yeah. it feels like that's an undercurrent in all mm-hmm. the stories. And then why we choose what we do, and. All this other stuff in between. I mean, I'm totally. just thinking as well of the environmental activists that you had. I mean, mm. I'm sure she wasn't paid for half of the activism she did. Yes. Yep. But it was still that situation of having a driving passion. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Is it Was that by intention or is that how the stories evolved? I think it's how they evolved, honestly. I think it's how they evolved yeah. because it's we just sort the of decided that, that it's okay actually to not know what your passion is because, yes, there are people with amazing stories would you agree Lou that not everyone knows their passion yet and yeah so um in my story as well I actually use the analogy of Elizabeth Gilbert speaking in a speech about um the difference between the jackhammers and the hummingbirds in the world and those of us who are hummingbirds who may flit around a little bit trying different fields but it all um you know it's the magic of the universe the magic of life it all comes together in some way and everything that we've done in the past influenced us and helped us to create this book the communication skills you know other skills that we had Mm -hmm. developed came in handy and um yeah definitely definitely it's just a theme that came about this self-realization transformation this self-analysis and just really perhaps through sheer necessity needing to well at least in my case it was time for me to find a focus perhaps at least one general area of life outside of being a parent Um, and I think motherhood kind of forced me to have to do that Mm. which is a great gift and probably I should explain as well that each of these essays were written by the people you approached is that right yes with some um Guidance here and guidance there. And, well, they, <laughs> yeah, they are beautifully written yes, as well. For those, yeah. And so I guess they were also interpreting um, their own exactly. stories for you and this is how they turned out. That's right. And we didn't want to give them strict Mm-hmm. Because all, they're all very yeah. different, aren't they? And they wanted yeah. to reflect on their own personal journeys and that was going to be always going to be different. So we didn't want to say, you have to focus on this and this and this. We wanted to see what came of it and we had faith in those women. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Danielle Ross-Walls and Louise Karecha and they've, written, they've just released a book called Working Mums, Stories by Real Women on How They Manage Children, Work and Life. Just a few of the names in this book, there's Missy Higgins, George McEnroe, Annie Nolan, Elisa Camplin. There is so many different stories, different backgrounds, different careers, different passions, but each of the chapters end in a tip Yes. That they give uh, to the mums out there who are juggling Mm. things. Do you have a favourite tip? Like, was there one that you read and you went, 
Oh, my. I'm going to... I'm can we both say one? Yeah, of course. Do you, do you want to go first? I bet you we picked the same one. Really? No, you can go first. You sure? Yep. yep. Okay. I, my favourite would be... I, I love them all, but my favourite would probably be Alyssa Campbell's. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It is the yeah, same. Yeah. Because I I love that I catch myself doing it now. Um, I've got two children, eight and almost five, and my nearly five-year-old is quite accident-prone in the playground. And he was climbing the other day, and she talks about she uses her sports psychology a lot in the way she parents, and it's it's quite amazing. And one of the things that she says in her tip is about instead of saying to her child, be careful, um, it's strong hands, strong feet. And so I find myself doing that with my children, and I just... I love it. I just think it's really empowering. It's funny you yeah. say that because I, I thought about that yesterday really? as well. I, oh, yes, well. I did because I am often saying to my children, be careful, you're going to hurt yourself. It's it kind so of funny. the default thing that you do, isn't and, it? Yeah, and yeah. I remember the moment of hearing that. I was on the phone mm-hmm. with Alyssa talking about that exact tip. Um, I remember where I was and I said, that is so valuable. Mm-hmm. And just the other week, actually, in kinder, um, my daughter's kinder, they gave us an article about that, about okay. what to say other than be careful. But she uses sports psychology and this is fantastic. She shows her vulnerability as well and shows that she's a, an amazing woman who can achieve these great things in athletics and in her corporate life as well and in her own business yet she has the same challenges and vulnerabilities and the things that she overcame as a mother in terms of you know going and um, co-hosting the Sochi Winter Olympics when her daughter was uh, four months old and how severely sleep deprived she was and having to be on television for 16 hours a day and remember all of those details she is a phenomenal professional and to have her share her the same challenges and vulnerabilities as the stories she shares in there. It's so empowering. And that tip in particular stayed with me because it's mm. immediately practical. Yeah. And it's about her. She was also saying as a coach, as a sports coach, you don't tell people what not to do. You tell them what to do. And it's also about she's trying to help them form their own internal monologue, mm. the children. Yes, I remember so what do I say? That. I, you know, so that the children will learn to tell themselves strong hands, strong feet. It's empowering and confidence boosting rather than be careful, which might invite. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's interesting. So that's your tip because if people thought it was a how-to book, they might have thought the tip was, I don't know, do a batch cook on Sunday night. Yes. But it, yeah. the tips come out in very strange, not strange ways, but different ways. They're different all very unexpected ways. Different ways. Yeah. To some, they might be something like that. You know, even to me, my tip is about a, a, a local um, meal provider service that yes. I get meals from to help us out. And in fact, we mm-hmm. we used it, didn't it's we, in Melbourne to help us out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is a mix of tips, which is great. And Alyssa herself actually reflects upon those things about dropping off kids and getting those tips yes. and then trying them. And I had these great conversations with her where she shared so many other tips about how she deals with... She um, might need another book. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite amazing. And, and I've kept some of those things. And for all the women... It's plethora yeah. of we we do have such a vast amount of knowledge between us. I'm just curious: is there one thing about this book? Do you think that women tend to want to share these stories? I mean, I don't know if dads you'd find a book like this about working dads, but is there something about us as women that we want to tell our stories and help each other through that? Do you think? 
I think so, and I think we should continue to do that. And we open the book with a quote by Isabel Allende um, about sisters, share your stories, um, form women's circles. Together we are invincible. Um, But, yeah, it's something definitely in our nature, I think, to share that. And I hope that, though, through this we can... I don't know how, but indirectly also encourage um, men and fathers to be starting to have more open conversations. And in terms in terms of workplace flexibility, in fact, that's necessary so that more people, the flexibility conversation is is for everyone and not just, uh, not just lumped as parents. a mother's yep. issue or a parent's issue. Um, so maybe innately, yes, that is one of the ways that we... Um, get through things, isn't it? Yeah, and one there's this is wasn't a tip, but it was a quote that stuck with me. Yeah, um, it was from Jade, the so-called corporate refugee. Oh yeah, and she said one of the biggest things I have learned as a working mum is that the greatest weapon of any woman in business, parenting, and life is self-love, mm-hmm. um, which seems like such a powerful message. You mentioned that the um, the tip that stayed with you was about empowering children. children. Uh-huh. Was there any other that stood out for you that really mm. got you sort of empowering yourself? I think the last chapter maybe in yeah. terms of slowing I down. My fellow Tasmanian, Kate Cashman, uh, has a wonderful tip um, about slowing down. And there are quite a few themes in the book about, about mindfulness, not so much um, slowing down probably gives people the wrong impression but uh, mindfulness and about mm. scheduling white space actually scheduling it not just saying I'm going to have some time to do this um, scheduling white space for yourself to re recuperate and I know for me and it, it's sort of part of my tip as well is for me personally and everyone's different I like to get into nature and go bushwalking and I like to do it by myself because that is my complete rejuvenation mm. so we do have quite a few tips around making sure you're taking care of you, putting on your oxygen mask so that you can be a better mother. And what about, um, I mean, you've, I'm not sure how long this process took in terms of putting the book together, but in the process, has it changed your own perspectives on mm. being a working mum? Not sure about perspectives, but for me personally, uh, I need to consciously be careful about um, it, it. Actually, it has. It has. When we sort of when you when you mention that now, mindfulness definitely enjoying. You know, just coming away now. I, I haven't been away from my younger son before. I have my parents looking after him, and I'm missing him terribly. But I'm also really trying to focus on being in the moment, enjoying this journey that Louise and I are having right now. And and the um, example then that you're giving your children, as Jade was talking about yeah. at the Melbourne launch, she was talking yep. about, you know, running a business and the things that she was able to give her daughter. And she said, and what a great example for mm. our children to see us happy to what we love. And there, there's reflections in throughout the book of um, people reflecting upon the change that they saw in their mother when she had to go back to mm. work. Um, so, not that it's always all rosy. No, um, because it's not and we certainly don't advocate that uh you know that's it's just going to be wonderful because you're going back to do your career that's your passion or anything like that because the stories really are people who work one day a week or a few hours a week doing a boot camp business through to people who are corporate full-time yeah yeah um 
I think it's just continued along myself, my journey of being able to say yes and no Mm. and what I'm going to say yes to and what Mm -hmm. I can say no to without guilt um, because I know that I can't, if I can't do it as well as I want to, um, I'm going to feel bad. It doesn't serve anyone. So I am getting better at saying thank you, but no thank you. Oh, I love that. Well, it is a fantastic book. Congratulations to both of you. you. It's very inspiring. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Siobhan. That was Danielle Ross-Walls and Louise Karecha. Their book is called Working Mums, Stories by Real Women on How They Manage Children, Work and Life. We'll pop links up on the website, but it's a great book. You should definitely check it out if you want to be inspired. there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st. (laughs) 